Welcome to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I'm Chef West Step, and I'll be your host for Outer Banks Raw, a brand new podcast coming from the Outer Banks. We're going to be talking about food, fitness, lifestyle, you name it, that Outer Banks state of mind that y'all love so much. You want to plug in? Tune in here. This podcast is sponsored by TheObjectChef.com. Chef West Step's new website, your one-stop destination to explore the remarkable journey of our Outer Banks celebrity chef and connect with its thriving restaurants and businesses. Visit theobxchef.com. Hey, this is Chef Westep, and welcome back to Outer Banks Raw, Recipes for Living, podcast right out of Duck, North Carolina. Today, I got Celeste in here with me. She's my marketing manager for Red Sky NC Coast, the whole Red Sky NC Coast team and Red Sky Catering. How you doing, Celeste? I am well. What's up? Oh, my God. <laughs> we haven't been able to uh, hit our podcast quite as regularly as we'd wanted to because, you know, Celeste, we have been busy. The last time I really saw you, it was at Jackie's wedding, your yes. daughter's wedding, which was really, really wonderful, by the way. I have catered probably tens of thousands of uh, weddings in my life, right? But I forget how stressful it is to be on the other side. Being the father of the bride... And watching my daughter, you know, walk down the aisle, all the families together and everything, knowing that this is one of those moments in life that it's a turning point. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, life goes by us so fast and it's like we take so much for granted. It's like, and we just keep moving from one thing to the next. And then every now and then there'll be those turning points. And that wedding, oh my God, I got all choked up. You saw me, didn't you? Well, I was recording most of the ceremony. It was so cute though. It was so cute. A great, it was a bride and bride wedding. Yes, it was. And it was beautiful and they looked amazing. Jackie Jackie and Alyssa. Jackie's outfit was so awesome. And I said, just look Radiant. I mean, it was wonderful. It was you know, wonderful. and I, I, I got really to meet uh, Alyssa's, you know, I, I've got to be good friends with her father. He was a Green Beret. He's an extremely interesting character. It's amazing how lives become intertwined, intertwined, you know what I mean? And it was like, we got to meet a lot of their family. They stayed at the house right next door. We got a couple houses up in Pine Island, crew quarters and not home. Amazing. Wonderful. The view was amazing. Everything. I mean, we had a great time. Thanks for inviting us, even though I had to work for you too. (laughs) But it was fun. It was like John and I had a blast. We met a lot of interesting people. The whole family was there. A lot of people from Raleigh were there. A lot of people from New York. You know, there was people from all over the country. Jackie, my daughter, she works in uh, restaurant business in Raleigh. She works for Ashley Christensen, who's a James Beard award-winning chef. She was down here, so I got to rub elbows with a bunch of, you know, great chefs and different people. It was a lot of fun. And after that, then you have Thanksgiving, which you guys seem very busy that morning at Red Sky. I think that you have like, what, 250 reservations. Yeah, we did Red Sky. Anyway, that whole week of Thanksgiving is basically um, in the restaurant business down here, you... You're peaking out July, August, September, it starts to go down a little bit. Then that's when our catering season picks up. And then October, and then in November, it definitely drops in the restaurant. And then on that Thanksgiving week, it's like people like to come down and enjoy the Outer Banks on Thanksgiving with their family. So all of a sudden, you get that renewed pop in the face. So it's almost like cold water because you kind of get lulled, you know, by the volume of the business. And then it, it really kicks up. We had an excellent day at Red Sky that day. I can't say enough about the team that surrounds me, Jamie and the Corys and um, all my team, to include you, Celeste. Thank you very much. You know, I just saw so many customers saying, oh, thank you. And we had a great time. And 
I was just well. It is a tradition too. Yes, so, it is. but uh, yeah, I went there and I got the food. You know, you yeah. gave me some food to go, and then we went home and we ate. I mean, we ate all day that day. You know, now I I'm probably like ten pounds heavier than I was before Thanksgiving. Well, hey, let's talk about that too. All right. So, really, the real reason we got together today is because I haven't seen you for a while, and I was wondering what you were doing. And I remember that you started your tastefully fit program. Right. And I think it's a good opportunity to talk about it because the holidays are here and, you know, Thanksgiving, we ate so much and we are going for a couple of weeks where we may not be eating that much. But then Christmas comes and we're eating again. We have parties and celebrations and all kinds of stuff. And by the time that New Year's come, (laughs) we are like, we're... So, I mean, you know how we feel. Yep. We don't feel very well about what we just did, which right. is eat a lot. But you seem to be very strict, actually, during this time of the year. And you have leaned out a lot. So yep. tell us, what are you what are you up to? So um, what I did was is I decided uh, September the 13th is that me and... Uh, Holly, my fiance, and then also my daughter, Allie, okay? So she has been working out and everything over at Next Level Fitness, and she's doing some, she's really had some dynamic changes to her body. You know Allie. Yeah, yeah. And she looks great, doesn't she? Oh, my God. She has really consistently stuck with it. Holly had never really worked out before. She didn't need to, like, lose a lot of weight or anything like that, but just had never, ever trained in a gym nor eaten clean. So anyway, September 13th, what I did was I started, that was my target date. Now, my end goal is December the 6th, which is my birthday. All right. And, we are uh, not going to ask the question. Don't ask the question. <laughs> and, uh, but I know how old you are. I know. But, you know, so what I wanted to do was basically I wanted to, even though that we're still busy and we still had all this catering going on, I had a lot of emotional stress with, uh, you know, when you're kids are getting married and everything. It's great time of the year, but there's stress involved. You know what I mean? And um, so anyway, life will never slow down for us. You know what I mean? There's never the right time to change everything. It's just like you got to do it. So I picked September the 13th because that was going to be about 12 weeks out from December the 6th and or th- around three months zone. And then I wanted to see some some changes. Now, I didn't have to go into it with a lot of weight loss. I started, I was at 207. Well, 207 pounds. I did a waist measurement, not the size jeans I wear, but go around the belly button. It's a true waist measurement. And I think I was around 37. So that's around the belly button. So my jean size was like 33, 34. That includes love handles. So what? why you do that, okay, is not to state to yourself, how, how did I put so much fat on? But is when you start losing weight, you always take your weight measurements and your waist measurements. And unless you have a machine that's going to calculate your fat loss and all that other stuff, it's one of the great ways to see if, A, am I just losing water weight? Am I losing this? Or am I actually losing fat? Because weight, it really doesn't matter sometimes. Weight is not, it does matter. You know, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You want to see results on your scale. I mean, if you don't see results on your scale every now and then or something like that, well, then you're going to feel bad unless you're just putting on mass amounts of muscle. But it's not the only indicator of where you're at on your pathway to, to a healthier life. So there's the weight. Yes, I'd like to drop 10 pounds in one week. Well, that's not healthy, you know, for me anyway. So 
I gear for losing a pound to two pounds a pound or so a week is what I try to consistently lose. And then I'm also targeting through Tastefully Fit program, which is combination of nutrition, which is basically the big part of it. And then the two parts of the cardio and resistance training, which is weightlifting, which is what I like to do. And then combined together, it's basically targets my fat. So I'm not just losing weight, you know, I'm leaning out and I'm retaining muscle. And now, you know, it's going to be my birthday, December 6th. And we're not saying how old I'm going to be. But as we get older and it will be older, I'm like, I'm a year older than you, I think. I don't know, Celeste. Hardly. (laughs) Hardly. But the bottom line is, is, you know, and I feel it too. It's like you just start losing muscle mass and gaining fat. And a lot of people look at themselves and they think it's too late. So anyway, but it ain't never too late. But so September the 13th, I did it. December the 6th. Now my last weigh-in, and that hasn't been completely strict. I'm not doing it like a bodybuilding competition. I'm not like, I'm just trying to eat clean, change my diet up a little bit, plug in better nutrients, control my portion sizes, eat more often during the course of the day. These are the things that I'm consistently doing, plus with the resistance training and everything. I'm down to uh, 191 today. So that's 207 to 191. And like you said, I'm a lot leaner. I feel a lot better. I've got more energy. Everything that goes along with a healthier lifestyle. A lot of people don't even know what they're missing because it's been gone for so long. They don't even remember what it used to be like. So when you say you combined it with Tasteful Fit, a lot of people don't know what Tasteful Fit is. I mean, a lot of your followers do because we right. you have done a lot of conferences about it, classes about it. But how did you come up with that particular program and what, what exactly it is? If you can just, you know, let our listeners know. Tastefully Fit is a combined program. It's going to give you, so for example, you get the Tastefully Fit, it's going to give you a nutritional outline. Okay, so basically it's going to be the principles of clean eating and then also recipes that go in there to make it taste good. Okay, and quick and easy to perform because unless it's quick and easy to perform, it won't be consistent. If it's not consistent, it ain't worth a dang, you know, to you because basically consistency trumps motivation. Like you were saying, in January, everyone's got the motivation. We're all going to wake up on January 2nd going, oh, God, something's got to change. And not maybe not all of us, but 95% of us. And um, it's most people's New Year's resolution. That or not, I'm going to quit drinking for X period of time or this, that, and the other. Well, all that comes into play a little bit with Tastefully Fit, you know. So Tastefully Fit is an outline of really creative, fun, quick and easy executed recipes that are clean eating. So complex carbohydrates, lean proteins, lots of veggies, fruits, all that stuff. So it's not like keto or something like that. It's more of um, clean eating, which is eating as close as it appears to nature. We 86 the processed foods. But providing recipes that makes it taste good yes. and more desirable. So it's not, for example, a lot of a lot of people I know, they eat the chicken breast and the broccoli and the rice, and that's it. I mean, they do it every day. And for some people, it's fine. Some people like to eat like that, simple. But a lot of people want more flavor into that to be able to actually continue into the clean eating. But they may not know how to do it. Right. So I believe that that's what- When you start, I mean, if you're a bodybuilder and that is what you do, like the guy that I trained with, Levi, 
he can eat the brown rice or the oatmeal or whatever it is, you know, in the chicken breast six, seven times a day because the end justifies the means. But it's not a way to live. He'd be the first one to tell you that, too. So like and you he's can't, on that particular goal. Which right. Is he's got a particular compete. goal. And like I said, you know, and so food, taste, and it's not a central part except for the value it gives to him and his muscle growth and all that other stuff. For me, of course, my passion's food. So I need basically what it does, too, is not only does it give you tasty recipes, but it gives you easily executable recipes. Okay. So anything that I do, it's done quickly. Okay. So I use my restaurant skills because when we cook for 255 people at Red Sky on Thanksgiving morning, you've got to have a lot of prep technique. It's not about what you do that day. It's about what you've done the five days before, you know, and that's exact same thing way it is with, um, changing your eating habits and getting on a cleaner eating pattern. It's change. So you got to be prepped for it. And that's where a lot of people, if you watch, um, you know, TikTok videos or anything, you'll see a lot of different things on meal prep. And a lot of that would be intimidating to me if I'd never done it before, because it looks like, I mean, it's cool looking, but they've got all these plastic containers and all this food in there and everything like that. Basically, I show people kind of how exactly to set themselves up with their with some restaurant prep tricks and stuff like that, that help you create the foundation that you can grow on of your food. By the way, if someone is interested in some of Chef Wes's recipes, you can go to his TikTok page at OBX Chef. So tastefully fit. So you combine that and you combine it with the exercise and- Exercise being resistance training and cardio. Can anyone do it? Anyone. Anyone. So if- I have, for example, my mom, you know, she is 68 and I recently started, you know, teaching her a little bit how to lift weights and stuff. But she thinks that there's no way that she's going to get more fit than where she's at right, right. now. But is that something that she should consider and then restart? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to tell you, that describes a lot of the, lot of people. I mean, actually, the vast majority. It's like, okay, it's too late. There's no use. Or they just start rationalizing it that, well, I'm getting older. That's just part of being older. That is not part of being older. I don't like when people says that at my age. I'm like, you're 50. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm all the time. I'm, I hear people who rationalize that, oh, well, you know, at the end of the day, it's just because I'm getting older and or this, that, or the other. And it's like, hey, no, the, the reason it's not happening is because you're not starting. So someone like your mother, okay, she definitely doesn't want to go in there and start like a ball of fire. You know, one of the big things I see is people will listen to this. A lot of people will listen or watch other people who talk about the same similar topics. And then there'll still be somebody out there just like me who says, okay, that sounds good. I need to do something. I'll do it my way. And it's like, okay, you've done it your way for a long time. How's that working out for you, dude? You know what I mean? That's basically the bottom line. That's the question you got to ask. I had to do the same thing. And that's how I ended up meeting Levi and, and getting trainer and then, you know, tastefully fit and all this stuff came out of it. Because so for someone like your mom, tastefully fit would immediately just the nutrition part alone would make uh, vast amounts of difference in her energy level and all of a sudden the foods that she was eating if she's not you know and then the consistency and the patterns that she eats and then if she, all she had to do was walk if she could just walk that's a good start you know what I mean I mean you work your way into it most people I see a lot of people you see going into the gym in January 
And you've seen these people. They come in, like, got the belts on, got I mean, the gloves. January 1st, you can't not even get into the gym. Uh, yeah. Everybody's there. <laughs> yeah, but Everyone's there. You've been going to the gym for a long time, right? Yeah. And John's been, John's your man, and he's in amazing shape. So he's yeah. been around gyms. But how many people do we see coming in January and we look at them and we go, uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> a lot. See you for a week a or lot. so. Yeah, I mean, it lasts a month or so. And then you got the same people consistently. Consistently the, the year round. So I have another question for you. So yeah. at certain point, I remember that you wrote a Tastefully Fit book. Tell me what happened with that. Are you planning okay, so. to do something else? I mean, for those that are listening and then say, like, well, how can I get to my hands into Tastefully Fit? Well, what we did was we did do a Tastefully Fit book. My sister actually helped me put it together and everything, and we self-published it. And we sold a lot of copies of Tastefully Fit, but I was doing it all on guerrilla marketing, just going around. I'd do book signings and with cooking demonstrations, and I'll be planning on doing some of that this winter as well. One of the other goals that I had starting September 13th and ending December the 6th was to journal my food. The reason that I wanted to journal my food is from the journals of my food. That's where the first Tastefully Fit book came from was when I journaled my food during prepping for a bodybuilding competition, an all-natural bodybuilding competition. So once again, and with Holly being doing it at the same time, I've got two people now that are constantly eating this kind of food because she eats, we eat together a lot. So I'll throw together a breakfast or whatever it is. So yes, that's what I've been working on is journaling these menu items and stuff. And then we've got an idea of trying to put this cookbook together before the spring. And that would be a great, that's my goal. Nice. But in the meantime, if someone wanted to learn about Tastefully Fit, are you planning to do classes? Because you also, that I remember you, you did classes during Taste of the Beach and it was packed. It was sold out. You have done it at a sports clubs before. You were raising money for Levi, remember? That was right. years ago. And a lot of people came. I mean, and I know that, you know, here and there you get... Some organizations that will call you and then said, can you the Outer do Banks Hospital can you has show reached us? Out yeah. to me. So are you still doing that? Are you still planning to do that in 2024? You're going to have to keep an eye on that on your marketing <laughs> because yeah. we are going to be doing yeah, I'm January. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into it? Don't we're, give me my ideas. We're going to be doing I'm going to be doing some stuff in January, February, but I couldn't tell you exactly right this moment what it is. Because I'm still going through the process of doing this tastefully fit and then finishing up before, you know, my birthday. And then gonna, I'll have the before and after pictures. So it's a birthday season. So it takes like a month or so. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have a birthday season. I just got a day. It's like as soon as it's gone, it's like, let's not mention it anymore. So anyway, yeah, I'm planning on doing something in January and February. And just stay tuned because we'll figure it out, you know, as we go along. But the book is my one of my main focuses. And when that gets out, I think think that I can help a lot of people with that because I'm going to tell you one thing. I love it. I mean, yeah, it's discipline and it's hard. There is no secret handshake to this stuff. I mean, you know, it can be difficult, but if it tastes good and you get into a habit, you get into a pattern, it's amazing. So watching people who've never done it before, I've done it before. So I've got the experience of doing it. I know if I get a little bit heavier or if I'm a little bit not comfortable with who I, with the way I feel or whatever, I know I can go, I'm going back on tastefully fit and I know exactly how to do it. And I just zeroed in and I, you know, I'm, I, all of a sudden I'm not eating all the fatty excess stuff anymore. Now, all because I've done it doesn't mean that I don't fall off the wagon. So sometimes I got to get back on the wagon, but I know how to do it. When I seen the results with Holly, And the biggest results that I've seen with Holly is a renewed sense of confidence. 
a sense of, you know, oh, this is what my body can do. You know what I mean? And that thrill of, okay. And she doesn't dread going to the gym. She looks forward to that time. I mean, I love that one hour in the morning or that I allot to my gym time. One big thing about Tastefully Fit, too, is although, of course, me, I love to focus a lot on the nutrition, which they say is about 80% of whatever you do when it comes to, you know, there's 20% exercise and 80% nutrition. A lot of people lose it in that zone is it does include cardio, which is really simple and very much left up to your interpretation. All you really need to do is don't need to do a lot of it. I mean, for me, I do 20 minutes. And if I'm trying to cut weight, I do 20 minutes, five days a week. If I need to up it some or if I'm losing more weight than I need to, I can cut it down some. I'm always looking to cut it down. But I do low impact cardio because I've had knee surgery before. So I'm not going to go in there. Yeah, I'm not going to go in there and, you know, do a... go hard at it, but I, I go in and I keep my heart rate. So you can find out what your heart rate, what your, your best heart rate is to burn fat. Cause I want to burn fat. I'm not just losing weight. Yes. I want to lose weight too, but I want to burn fat. So anyway, I keep my heart rate in that zone. For me, it's about 120, 125 for someone like my daughter, who's 30, 31 or 32 years old. She would be in the 135 zone. That's her fat burning zone, but you do it by age, weight, da 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 multiplied by 0.75. Anyway, you figure out what your, your zone is. That's it for the cardio. And then the weight training. What I do with the weight training, and Celeste, you know this, the worst thing I see with people coming into the, into the gyms in January is everyone knows kind of like the basic principles for lifting weights is pretty simple. It's heavy, you pick it up. But man, weight training is so much more than that. You know, it's how many reps, how many sets, how many times do I need to work that body part? You know, I know people that go in there and you, basically every time you see them, they're only working their chest and arms. Guys. Because it's easy for them. Because that's what they know. And then you see other people over there kind of exploring a machine and doing this and everything. No wonder you're uncomfortable. And I'm a little surprised because people spend a lot of time on the internet and or the platforms and there's a lot. But also, well, that can be a little bit dangerous, too, because sometimes you'll see some influencers that are doing exercises that you shouldn't be doing, especially on your first day or your first month at the gym. Well, you know what it's like building content. I mean, a lot of times Holly will show me these people and I'm like, that exercise yeah, is that really not can. any good. No, that's not good for your knees. It looks like, good. You know, like, <laughs> she makes it look so easy. Will you recommend to hire someone to help you out at the gym just to get... I would. I would recommend a researching it. Okay. So a lot of people throw themselves into some extreme programs. When you're in extreme darkness, you sometimes will jump to get out of the dark. Okay. And they'll throw themselves into an extreme program of like, you know, running and doing all sorts of weights and throwing stuff around. And there is a real good camaraderie that comes with people who throw themselves into that punishments type stage working out. And I'm not saying it's all bad. It may be an introduction, but it's not a long-term solution. I truly believe what I do with Tastefully Fit and what I've been doing for the last 20-some years and that I hope to do until I'm gone is very, very, very – like I can do it for the rest of my life no matter what age sustainable. I get to. Yeah, very sustainable. I believe that. I actually have done your program. I did it for 45 days, and it was probably the most – the best I ever looked during those 45 days. What happened for, to me 
is that I think I may have gotten injured and then probably I left it. And it's not like I completely left it because I actually still eat very clean. I learn a lot of the recipes and now I implement them. And it's so easy to become. It I mean, is. once it is you, very easy to learn it. Once you, if you get my cookbook and then all of a sudden you're reading some of these tastefully fit recipes and you like them and you're like, oh my God, this is so good and it's so tasty. It is not long before you, because there's guidelines around all of it. It's like how much fat's in this, how much carbohydrates, how much the macros basically. And then you're going to look at it and you're going to, next thing you know, Celeste and John, you're all tastefully fit chefs of your own. You know what I mean? Because you're now taking other ingredients that aren't in my recipes and whipping it up. So in reality, you tastefully fit it is a lifestyle. I mean, it you have it is a concept that you have that you offer that you know you have write a book about it. But in reality, it can become just your own lifestyle because not everybody is going to be working out the same as you are. No. Not everybody is going to be eating the same things that you are. But it's a pretty good guideline to eat clean, good. You can still you know. How to, uh, how to basically you shape. You your cupcake in, you know, on Sundays like I do. <laughs> but I feel like knowing about it, it will make probably a difference. And learning about it, it would make a difference in someone's life, I think, in general. I mean, just oh like God. just feeling better. Take, take Allie, for example. Not that she's done the whole tastefully fit thing, but she's. Allie is just an amazing transformation. Every day I see her, I see her different. And, you know, the transformation, and this is what I just, I wish I could uh, share with people so they could have the experience. But you got to do it for yourself and you're going to have your own experience. But. One thing that I can say that I've shared with all the people that I've known have done it is not only do you feel better, not only do you lose weight, not only do you gain some muscle mass or, you know, retain lean muscle mass, you does something to the to your soul. It's an overall transformation. It gives you confidence. It makes you realize you do got some control. You know what I mean? You're just not out of control like out all the time like we feel anyway half the time it's like you know when it comes to our bodies and especially if we let them go sometimes we just feel out of control it's like it's too late now i done let that ship sail and ally is just um her confidence levels up her self-esteem everything transforms with each and every time she goes in there she doesn't dread the gym either she's like can we meet at 10 o'clock or nine o'clock? You know, and I'm like, Lord, that's great. And you know what? When you dedicate yourself to a program, tastefully fit or another, and you get help and you do all of these things, getting help is getting some guidance, then you've committed. You've got skin in the game and that's your true start. You need to commit. You need to just say, I'm going to try this. You know, one day at a time, one week at a time, I want this goal. And once you start seeing the results, then you're hooked because you're going to go, dang, I lost two pounds this week. I don't didn't even feel like anything changed, you know, and I lost two pounds. And sometimes your body, especially if you've been on irregular eating patterns or putting all never done it before, it'll know your game and it yeah. won't give you any like. Oh, here's a little nudge to keep going. It'll go, now we're holding on to our fat and we're just going to let this person and you don't see the results you want to immediately, like you were saying. And I know for sure that people can still go out and eat clean. I mean, that's another part of programs like these that they teach you, okay, you can still have a social life. You can still go out. You can still go to a party. You're just going to change what you're going to be eating there. In Tastefully Fit, in the first one, in the first book, in the second book, I'll have a whole chapter dedicated to it, being that it's written 
written by a chef who owns a restaurant is, okay, I'm eating tastefully fit, but I still go out to eat. Okay, so what are some tricks on how to order at a restaurant so that, yeah, I might be plugging in some unnecessary calories that I wouldn't if I was eating at home, but I'm not blowing the entire thing out of the water. I'll, you know, and there's little things you can say, like, can we use pan spray instead of using the, you know, boom, there's and I I bet chefs love that. (laughs) That's another thing that I want. What you want? What? I'm gonna date. But I do know. I do know that NCCOs we have a tastefully fit. Also Red Sky. I order that every single time I eat there. Honestly, that's my go-to. The tastefully fit bowl. Yeah, it's good, and it's complex carbohydrates, Mm -hmm. vegetables. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's usually. Be a really generous piece of salmon and or chicken or, or shrimp or chicken, yeah. And it comes with the coleslaw, it has the avocados, which has the fats. It has a little bit of brown rice and pico de gallo, and it's amazing. And I can barely. It's got a little Thai honey on it too. It, it does, which makes so it, it has a little, a little sweet. bit of everything. I mean, yeah. it has everything, and I'm always very satisfied. I'm usually pretty full by the time I'm done. I have been thinking to just to take half of it yes. and then eat it maybe like two hours later. That for you would be an excellent two portion. That's two meals. Yeah, that's two meals because that's two meals, literally. And that's the thing is multiple meals a day. It's like that meal word is kind of screwy. It's just like multiple times do I eat a day. It's like I'll eat it in the morning before I go to the gym always. Okay, so what's a breakfast look like for Wes? So this morning. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what do you eat all day on Tastefully Fit? Like, so this morning I got up at around 6 o'clock in the morning, you know, watched a little bit of the news, drank my coffee, shower. I was going to uh, the gym at around 7.30. So I ate two eggs over easy. I used pan spray rather than butter in the pan to cook my eggs, okay? I like mine over easy. You might like yours scrambled. I'm not overly concerned with just, I'm not going all egg white, so I'm not cutting my fat to nothing. I just did a little bit of the um, oatmeal, which was just the half a cup of oatmeal that I cooked. It ended up being a cup of oatmeal. So I had two eggs, oatmeal, boom, I ate it. The whole breakfast took me about two minutes to make, one minute for the oatmeal in the microwave, and then about one or one and a half minutes for the eggs. Anyway, from so from there, I go to the gym, you work out. Immediately after I go to the gym, I drink my protein shake. Second, third meal is going to be within the hour. What I will have is half a chicken breast, maybe a little bit of sweet potato, just something that I can pack with me and carry on the go so I can just condition my body to eat now a lot of people will say well i'm not hungry every three hours or two and a half hours or three hours it didn't really doesn't really matter if i'm hungry at the beginning it's just like okay i need to eat so it's almost like medicine i'm using food like medicine and then that's what that looks like lunch or fourth meal one two three four fourth meal be another light snack maybe a lunch should be a little bit more like a salad you know a chicken or shrimp or any kind of seafood and then for dinner, I'll, not, I'll 86 my carbs at the dinner zone, okay? So about after 3 or 3.30, I'm done with carbs because I'm going to go to bed around 9, 9.30 at night. And so I'm going to eat again. Snacks. I love a little popcorn. The little skinny pops and stuff sometimes. Those yeah. things are really good. Yeah. We eat that at night. <laughs> yeah. Skinny pop. Holly loves that sweet and salty one. She, yeah. Lord have mercy. Yeah. We're still trying to decide if those big bags are single servings or not. I think they're single <laughs> serving. <laughs> you got to read the labels. Hey, okay? do, it like, do it like we do. You know, we put it in a little cup, like a half a cup, and then we just go like five times. <laughs> 
We just bring the bag in, and it's like I think this is singles there. John is like, who are you? Who are you kidding? Yeah, <laughs> but you know, anyway. And then I'll eat fruit during the course of the day at least two times. So, and then that's pretty much it. So every time you're hungry, you eat a fruit. Oh, uh, when I get hungry, okay. So let's say I'm having a craving or something like that because I got a sweet tooth. So I'm having a craving, which y'all are going to go through that, where you have these cravings for just feeling real hunger. If you ever notice it, it comes in waves, you know, it's like, mm, here's the wave. So what Levi always used to tell me to do is being that you have your food prepped around you, go ahead and eat right then. Eat a little bit of chicken, a little bit of sweet potato, eat a little bit of whatever you got going on prepped. And boy, I tell you one thing, I was really wanting a piece of cheesecake, but now I satisfied myself, the craving's gone. It's a good trick. It is a good trick. Yeah, I agree. It happens to me, too. I mean, sometimes it's not, I mean, you think that you want that cheesecake, but if you go and eat something like healthy, an orange, yes. oh, it's you gone. are full, and you don't have the craving anymore, and you just save yourself a lot of shit, a lot of calories from that cheesecake. Well, this has been very, very informative. I feel that I'm going to start being tastefully fat and ah. just go to tastefully fit <laughs> I tell you what, very, I'm... very soon. But I, it's going to be after my vacation well, when I come back from January. Yeah, you're going to Mexico, right? Yes, I'm going to Mexico yeah. where you cannot go no. tastefully fit. <laughs> no, you cannot go tastefully fit. On my birthday, me and Holly will send you a um, picture. You don't got the before picture, but I'll let you show you both of our before pictures and then after pictures because okay. we'll both take it next week which will be December the 6th. In the meantime, we're just going to keep going. And I tell you what, so through the holidays, you know, sometimes it is very challenging. But one thing is don't set yourself up for an unmountable wall in January and say, okay, I'm going to just let it go until January. Then I'm going to change it over. Remember, you're packing a lot of bricks onto the wagon you're going to unload in January. So... If you've done that before, then you just feel twice as bad in January, you know. So just anyway, enjoy yourself, set up goals, write them down, be concrete, set up a time frame, check out people that may be in your area that would be good trainers. Finding the right trainer is not always the easiest thing to do and interview them and get ready for your big adventure. Awesome. Let's get that book started. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Chef Westep, and there's Outer Banks Raw. Hey, hit like or subscribe, and until next time, keep that Outer Banks state of mind. Thanks. Thanks.